With the controller! In a world gone mad. Just press A! Three men enter into the world of gaming and may never get out alive. Press the start button, bruh! This summer. No! Dual Sticks 2. The Returning. Hello, video game world, and welcome to the second podcast of the Dual Sticks. I am Aaron, or better known as GamerJunkie4413 on Xbox Live. Returning with me this week from the battles and the depths of hell is two men. First is me, again. If you haven't learned, I'm going to learn you. This is Trenton, also known as Willie Efferbottom, and my brother, again, continuing from his previous performance as my brother. My name is Connor, and I am also known as Cantors. Little did you know that I will give you cancer upon listening to me. However, the antidote is to continue listening. Ironic, I know. Oh, we're mixing it up a little bit here, guys. So, uh, as we did in our little opening segment of pressing the start key, that's what we're going to do now. We're going to hit the start key. So, uh, Trenton, what you been playing, man? Uh, I have continued into my journeys of Portal 2 and uh, L.A. North. Ah, and where where are we uh, where are we at? I I'm on disc two. Connor here has moved on to disc three. I have. You have. I'm still on disc one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still on opening the wrapper. <laughs> As we established last week, I, I tend to buy games and not open them. So we'll talk what, about that a little bit but later. But breaking too. news I'm getting from the desk <laughs> tells me that Aaron has opened Portal 2. We go live now. It has happened, but we're going to talk about Trenton's games uh, first here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Portal, uh, Portal 2, it's it's getting better. It, the puzzles are getting better. It's still funny. It's more Gladys where I'm at now than it is uh, Stephen Merchant. I know. What's his name? Yeah. Stephen yep. Merchant? Yep. Okay. Thought yep. I got it wrong there for a second. <laughs> uh, I was going to say Stephen Moffat, who's the on Doctor Who, but that's a totally different <laughs> uh, So, yeah, it, it's it's funny. It's still fun. It's, it, it's hard because I'm not, you know, smart or anything. <laughs> and, uh, I am not smart. Yeah, I may not be a smart man, but I do know what gaming is. <laughs> Eleanor is is just getting too awesome for me. It's like it, I don't even deserve it. Because can I it's touch on something? You can touch it. It made me cry. <laughs> it seriously, it will make you cry if you don't, oh if you don't cry. You don't have a soul. <laughs> Let me guess, your system burn up? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Although that, I hear that is a problem. <laughs> we'll talk about we'll that later that. too. <laughs> no teasers. My, I don't know. I have the new Xbox, so oh yeah, those catch fire. Them. Yeah, <laughs> they do. They do. Uh, Maybe because. Uh, touching on Portal 2, um, yes, breaking news, I did open my uh, my copy, no. actually, today. No. Yeah. Did you get that? A collective gasp. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, actually, I got through about a chapter and a half. Um, I like it, too. It is freaking hilarious. Stephen Merchant, I'm not, there's Gladys at this point, and she crushed Stephen Merchant. Spoiler mm. alert for those that haven't played the opening Spoiler chapter. Spoiler alert. He's still alive. <laughs> I figured he was, but and I hoped because he was hilarious in the opening. Um, his character just is so contradictive of himself, and it's just hilarious the way he does it. Um, 
but Gladys, very cool. Talking to somebody that has not played the first one. Um, I think both of us are in the same boat. Neither one of us have played the first one, right? You kind of have played it. None of us have. So, um, some complaints, I'll ask you this question, is that it is too um, much like the first one. They didn't change it enough. Do you feel like in games in, in this generation where people jump into the middle that you almost have to keep it the same in some ways? I mean, not change it too much? I think, like... If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right, exactly. If it's not broke, don't fix it. But don't make the same game with, like, now the character's got a beard or something like <laughs> right, that. Right, right. It's... It, you, you, mostly what they do is, like, in sequels or whatever, they have to get you into the story if you haven't joined them for the first adventure. And gameplay, too. And gameplay, too. they got to get you back with the whole intro and the button thing. They can't just drop you into the middle of a thing and it's like, now you have a thimble in this one. And you're like, what does that even mean? <laughs> now i got to go buy the first one. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, the thimble is his mother. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, they can't just drop you off you know, a dead center of the story. they got to right. have to work you back into it. But but usually, it, it, I felt that it picked up pretty fast, Portal 2. I mean, the... Stephen Moffat does a really good job. Uh, Merchant. <laughs> See, I told you I was going to mess that up. Stephen Merchant. Sorry. He's brilliant, by the way. Yes. Hey, he does a good job of just kind of clearing up the story as he's driving you through the... Uh, the opening the, part. Oh, the, the chapter one, exactly. basically. He's he like, is. this is what happened. Yep. Uh, and so, so it's good. You can shove a sock in my mouth, you know, because I haven't played the first or a second one, but I go back to the first one where I said, is it just going to be, you know, more of the same depending on how long it is? And you guys said that it hasn't really changed since the first one. But well, from what we've heard, because neither one of us have really played the first exactly. one either. But, you know, again, it almost goes back to that, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And on top of that, you, again, in this day and age, when sequels come out and people just jump right into them, to do a game where you totally disregard the first one and don't give some people, like, a tutorial... You just really, really limit your audience. Right. And so when a game like Portal 2 comes out, and it's been rumored for as long as it has, I mean, it was actually announced at E3 last year that it was coming out for the PS3 too, and that was huge because at the time it was an Xbox exclusive. For a game that's been rumored for over a year now, or coming up on a year, you have to, people are going to get excited. People heard great things about Portal. You've got to be able to let those gamers get back in and play it. Right. Um, so... I, I'm I'm satisfied so far. I like it. It's moving pretty fast. I was kind of surprised at the speed of it. From what I've heard, there's eight episodes, I think. Is and there? there's about ten rooms per. So the first one, though, didn't have ten, did it? No, it it, it went through it really fast. The other character, who wasn't Stephen, I don't know his name. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he was in there. He was kind of funny, too. Yep. And then he was destroyed by Gladys's system... Mm-hmm. Her sarcasm yep. system took over. And oh yeah, the, <laughs> the uh, overhead guy that's telling you like, look up, look down. Right. Go stare at the painting. That yeah. was priceless. There. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, I that's what I felt uh, until I got. Uh, well, I'm at chapter three right now, so I can't really you know talk too much about right. it. But you'll crush my dreams. I know, right? Because yeah, <laughs> you'll sell it by now. <laughs> exactly. But screw it. Yeah. Ruined it. <laughs> I know. Oh, he's ruined chapter three. <laughs> uh, can't play the rest. I know. Can't play the rest. But no, the, the puzzles are getting a little bit more difficult, and I, having not played the first one, I think that that brings the challenge to me. I mean, the, yep. when they say that 
you know, if you've played Portal 1, then you'll be good at Portal 2. I haven't played Portal 1. <laughs> so, so I suck at Portal 2. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why it took me so long to open it. Exactly. <laughs> Do I need to shoot a portal at it? I don't get it. <laughs> One thing I was holding out for was hoping to find a cheap copy of the Orange Box, because Portal Still Alive on Xbox Live is still $15, which I think is really steep when you can find a copy of the Orange Box for around $10. The problem is right now, with Portal 2 just coming out, it's really, really hard to find a copy of the Orange Box to be able to play that. I don't care about the rest of it. I already played Half-Life 2. I played a little Team Fortress when I had it before. I just never played Portal because, to me, it it didn't really interest me. But I'm really sorry I didn't because, so far, Portal 2... It is really cool. The thing I was actually going to touch on with Portal 2 was the fact that I was a little disappointed that it followed. This is where I would have given it about 8.5. And some of the reviews out there around that, the Game Informer we just looked at today is 9.5. I grade it a little bit lower because it's a lot like every other puzzler out there, meaning that it's very strict to the format of a puzzler. You go in a room, you complete it, you go through a door, down a hallway, you're in the next room. I feel like Portal, with being as different as it is with the shooter aspects, they could have done more with the in-between portions where I would have brought the grade up a little bit. But do you feel that that's what... It's following its own story because it's a testing lab. It's Aperture Science testing facility. Yep. So once you're done with one test, you move on to the next. Do you feel that, that, that they shouldn't have followed their own story? or I like that, but I do feel... And I know I'm really early in the game, so I'm probably right, exactly. way... Way too much jumping to conclusions here. But, and from what it looks like in screenshots, there are outdoor areas, like you see the picture of Gladys outside Mm. and stuff. And that may come about, it may be a cutscene, we don't know yet, because we haven't gotten there. But, um, and please don't write us an email and tell us what happens, (laughs) or we're selling our copies. Exactly. Um, But anyway, uh, (laughs) I think that for me... I can see where this game, even though I implement some new things like the goo we've seen and stuff like that, it may get a little repetitive. The visuals may get a little on the stale side being stuck in this facility because a lot of it does look the same. It is a beautiful game, it is. but that's what I'm a little worried about. What about you? Um, I'm not that far into it, so I haven't, I haven't really got any predisposition to not like it or like it. I judge very fast. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Before you even open it, you go, no, no, screw that. I don't like the green case on it. I know. Yeah, I know. What's with the green case and all this plastic everywhere? <laughs> uh, no, I I like it. I just let it go as it goes. I'm not really... I don't really have any expectations because I never played the first one. Yep. Uh, Fair enough. Would you play it, Connor? Um, do you think that the... Uh, the... Uh, the I don't know how to say it. The... Uh, the length of the no, communication, like the the funniness, the funnies mm-hmm. in it, are worth keeping it. I uh, keeping you going. I I yes. think they might bring. They do keep you going because it, it is funny. It, it might even bring you back just to hear some of the jokes you missed. Yeah, or something like that. Definitely. But since that was the answer to my question, would you play it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's what I was saying. Uh, no. Maybe if they kept me laughing or something, because I don't know. I just I don't know. I can sit down and drool at a game walking. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. Uh, this whole 
you know, gravity and Too stuff. Too much and math. Exactly. Like, Physics. What am I, a calculus teacher? <laughs> but the, the thing is, is that while you're doing the puzzle, there's really no talking. No, there's not. But beginning... Gladys kind of talks here and there in the beginning. In the beginning. But then she actually, I think, says at one point, I am going to stop talking now because you're in the middle of a puzzle. That was a perfect invitation. Thank you. Thank wow. you. <laughs> and only playing five minutes of the game, you get it down. <laughs> I will uh, be back next week. <laughs> exactly. Make sure to tip your waitress and your table if you don't like it. Um, yeah, that, I I think it's great. Uh, I think it's good. I think it's worth a play. I, well, definitely. Well, I'll tell you this. As soon as I'm done with L.A. Noir, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. And you know what else is a, a lot of places since it's come out have dropped it to thirty nine ninety nine. Best Buy again this week has it for thirty nine ninety nine. No, do they? So that's again at that price point, it's definitely worth it. it is. That, I mean, at fifty nine ninety nine, I'm not upset that I got it thirty nine ninety nine and then had some coupons and stuff like that. It's definitely worth forty bucks so far. I mean, even if the visuals do get a little bland throughout and everything. The, the comedy behind the game, you just have to appreciate the characters. I mean, you really do, because the characters are very well developed for a game where you see them very little. Right. So that's pretty impressive. It's basically like your reward for beating the level instead of, like, you know, a, like at the end of a case in L.A. North where it has, like, your yeah. how much you damaged and what clues you found. It's just a, it's a joke you get. Yep. At the end, it's like a little treat for you. It's like, yep. Mm-hmm. It's almost like an achievement. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I like the achievements. Yeah. yeah. So, touching on that, you you said, you mentioned L.A. Noir and talking about character development and stuff. Mm-hmm. You've obviously been playing it a lot more. Um, <laughs> than some we Than some know. people some we, uh, people. we yeah. have in the room, too. We won't point fingers because you won't be able to see. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we are the reviewers. Uh, they, they can see it in their mind. Fine. <laughs> oh, uh, <you laughs> thank that? you. Yeah. Thank you, Trent. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, talking about character development, I feel like L.A. Noir is a game that does a really good job with character development. Um, but since you are a little bit farther, not giving away too much of the story, we're... Where do you rate this game in other Rockstar games? Uh, right up there with Red Dead Redemption. It's Definitely it is a very very good game. I mean, not to compare it to Red Dead because they are very different games. Red Dead's more of a Grand Theft Auto yeah. Western, Western style, yeah. but it does it really more well. More open world this, than structured, right? I will Ele- say that uh, Eleanor is very structured, yes. but you can you can deviate. You can. Yeah, you can do, uh, the side missions are pretty cool. I they are. A couple of those yeah, are pretty they, active. They, they, they don't, they yeah, don't take a dive on them or, at all. Right. They're like mini missions. Yeah. They're not like, you know, go to this guy's house and give him a packet of cocaine. Yeah. You know, or like... Not like those quests in Fable like we talked about last <laughs> yes, week. Yes. Where no. I wanted to jump out the window yeah, after exactly. I was done. Uh, <laughs> because then there's even, there's even uh, some of the officers you may have already talked to saying, hey, you know, this is going on. You need to take care of it and... You know, situation goes to hell, and you got to think fast. And and it really cool. doesn't make you lose sight of the story either by doing it. You know, no, some games do side missions to where you really uh, like uh, it, it's almost like a an uh, obstruction to where you're going, right. or a uh, it, it gets just totally throws off what you're trying to do. Uh, I will say that it also closes those uh, mini cases. I'll say really well too. Yeah, I mean, there's closure yep. to them. Yep. You can, and there's different. You can either kill the perp. Or you yeah. can arrest them. Yeah, and then there's closure for depending on what you did. Right, and then the case closes. Exactly. And then you get uh, experience. More experience. Yep. As you build. It's yep. really cool. Then you get an achievement. Keep doing it. <laughs> exactly. Achievement uh, war here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, I tried, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, 
in that uh, what is it? Uh, Quest for the badge. What is that? Yeah. The yeah. yep. I've only found one badge. I have not found any. <laughs> Epic fail, Trent. Epic fail. <laughs> We're not going to win that 30000 you? There's probably like six kids that's already done. Yeah, that's a good point. We got it from GameStop, obviously. We talked about opening night last uh, week. Um, have you played the the Naked City? No, because I just got Device, and it's a okay. Vice case. It's it a is. Vice case. Now, okay. I don't know how to access. Do you have to go through your past case? I think it said you can just go in and access it at any time. Okay. Okay. So yeah. as a as a mission by itself. Well, since I'm piggybacking off of Trenton, I won't, <laughs> I won't be able to play that. But uh, you guys talked about character development. And I wanted to. I don't know if I could touch on this without hurting anybody's feelings, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Cover your ears, children and Air Muffs. Exactly. Yeah, uh, uh, for when you go down the game, and I said it gets very depressing. You start crying. It's uh, warning spoilers. It touches on his wife, which you don't see very much. And so it kind of see her in the beginning, the very beginning, but then walks off for work. But then when it starts, when it touches on her, you see her once more, and it falls right off, and you don't see her before or after. I haven't beat the game yet. I'm very close. Huh? Interesting. I I am. It's one of those games that's keeping me going, which a lot of games will at this point either keep me going or they'll just totally lose me. That's what I I didn't want to say. Oh my, I'm going to quit playing it now because they didn't say anything about his wife. But no, it's. It's definitely keeping me going. All the uh, the innovations in it and the uh, things that you maybe do once in the game that are like, wow, that was pretty cool. You know what I mean? It yeah. doesn't it doesn't stale that out. You yeah, know what I mean? it, it's definitely a game that has. Um, again, I, I relate back to Heavy Rain because the story in it is one that just. It's unlike anything you've ever seen in gaming before. Mm. And just like a lot of outlets are saying, this is basically a once-in-a-lifetime game at this point. I mean, we'll probably see knockoffs of it. I mean, we always do when it comes to these. But nothing to But nothing level. to this no. level unless Rockstar does a second one where I think you will see that same quality behind it, just like you'll never see another Heavy Rain. Right. Exactly. I That's what I mean. Like, I don't think it'll be Eleanor 2 because the way it's going... I don't know, maybe they'll add more cases, because honestly, I don't think there's a story. I just think it's, you live through this character's life. Maybe like a New York noir or something, they actually take it to a different city, where it follows a different cop or something like that. That's the only way I could see a sequel. Yeah. Uh, Even coming close. Again, I haven't finished it, but I'm crying. (laughs) I am crying. So, Trenton, uh, anything else you've been playing? Listening to, watching? Listening to, I I listened to a couple new bands that I, I showed you. Yeah, very good actually. And, very and impressed. I, I like them a lot. I, uh, one new band's called Dying for a Living. I don't know if they're new. I'm sorry if they're not new and you know about them. <laughs> and now you're yelling into your phone or whatever. It's like you're an idiot. Why don't you know about them? <laughs> no, but Dying for a Living, I like them a lot. And uh, also Adam Smash, uh, I like them. Both of them, to me, the lead singer of Dying for a Living kind of sound like the lead singer of Buck Cherry. The rock style, I, I related more to, like, Foo Fighters, mm-hmm. I guess, in a way. Um, both really, really good bands. I mean, I was really impressed uh, for bands I've never heard of before. All right, exactly. Very good good stuff. Um, what else have you been watching? Oh, what else have you been watching? Pirates! Yes. I went to see Pirates... Without me? Without you, I know. You were here, you know... 
doing things with prostitutes that I can't mention Trend? on the radio. Come on, man. <laughs> it's just a lifestyle. It is. It's a choice that I do. <laughs> this show is going down the tubes. <laughs> Quickly. Quickly, yeah. But no, I, I did see Pirates on Stranger Tides, and I will have to say that it's a movie that you watch with your eyes. That's pretty much all I can say. How is it? I mean, what's your what's your impression compared to? Let's compare it to the first one because the second, the next two really sucked. (laughs) The first one is really good, and I suggest everyone watch it. Uh, This one, not as great. It's it's it feels like just another pirate movie. In the beginning, when you're watching it and you watch Johnny Depp do his character, <laughs> it feels like he's not really into it. Really. I heard Jack Sparrow didn't feel like Jack Sparrow in the first, like, half I think an hour. He, I think he, I don't know, I haven't seen it, but uh, with his last performance, uh, I think he went all in with the peanut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he went all in, so I don't know. I, that was a really, I, I, I like, what was the third one? The World Ends. I like Dead Man's Chestnut. I like those two for, like, the, the effects and yeah. kind of the story. Yep. This one, I did not like the story. This one wasn't as fantastic, really, because it's kind of like an old hat. Not he's, as dynamic. Where he's after the Fountain of Youth, you know, kind of like his thing. And really, what he says kind of holds true is that he doesn't even want to go to the Fountain of Youth. And he just ends up there. But uh, it's it's all right. It's not, it's not terrible. I mean, there's some good fighting, but it's not great. I mean, the... There's no effects, really. I okay. mean, there's there's one little thing where Blackbeard is some sort of voodoo master, and he does things that way. But I didn't I didn't really get into it. I mean, uh, what's his name? Ian McShane? Yeah, I think so. Is that it? Uh, maybe. I don't know. We're pulling names out of our butts here. Exactly. I'm sorry if that's not his name, <laughs> and if you know it, let me know. But He's probably crying himself. He, he is. Why doesn't he know who I am? <laughs> I was uh, in a movie. I know. This podcast is so big. <laughs> it gets out to so it many does. people. <laughs> I was on Deadwood. Didn't he watch that? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he's, I don't know. I wasn't feeling him. Just the characters in general didn't feel like they should in a Pirates movie? Right. I mean, I think he did a better job in Hot Rod, really, <laughs> oh, as, the, as the dad than he did. That was a good movie, though. It was, it was good, pretty I, funny. Exactly. It was funny. But, you know, it's Blackbeard... Blackbeard compared to Davy Jones, I think Davy Jones was a better villain. Better villain, uh, you know, an antagonist. Than, that's pretty. Uh, I mean, that's kind of disappointing because Blackbeard is like. Yeah, I mean, he's like yeah. up there. He's like the the uh, king of pirates. You know, exactly. And that's although, really kind of disappointing. Although like Davy that. Jones, you get tossed into him and never seen again. That's yeah. just me defending Davy Jones. Oh, you don't sorry. you don't go okay. inside <laughs> Davy Jones. You go inside Davy Jones' locker. Locker, whatever. Okay, I'm sorry. Trying to take everything. That's a different club. I'm one fight. No, but uh, yeah, it's alright. It was I mean, okay. If you got like three bucks to spare at the cheap flicks, go watch it. Okay, yeah, all right. So Connor, hearing that, um, though, though you haven't seen the movie, there's a lot of rumors already of a fifth one coming. Wow. Really? Yeah. Stay Would after you, the credits. How did it do in the post box? Does anybody know? Uh, actually, that was uh, something else I was going to mention. The post box. It yeah. mailed itself. <laughs> the post box. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> the box office. Box office. It actually. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it like dropped itself in the mail. Mac versus Twice. Microsoft last week. We yeah, got no, post box this week. I'm just gonna. <laughs> but uh no actually that was something i wanted to mention because um it actually was on yahoo 
uh, today that it actually did better than Harry Potter. It broke the record for best international opening of a movie. It cleared over $280 million overseas in the opening weekend, which is pretty impressive. $90 million here, so a $370 million opening. I can see where they're going to want to do a, a, a fifth exactly. one. Exactly. They're just going to fix it. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> definitely that, not one. Goes, are but, you excited for a fifth one? Uh, I haven't gotten seen this one. Well, I know <laughs> that, but I mean, it. would you? Would you? Uh, What's they going to do? What are they going to do next? You know, fucking Jack, you shaved his beard. And, <laughs> yeah, I know. Ooh, we get the haircut, clean shave, and he's going to be a guard. Well, let's go with a different. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the ending. You know, but they do leave it open to go in a different direction, mm. and you know they might bring back. Uh, you know Orlando Bloom and uh, I was kind of surprised name? to see the the number of character changes here. Right. I mean, there's not. I mean, aside from Jack Sparrow, what? There's two other people. Two. Oh, okay. well, but I mean, the characters like the main ones, like Orlando Bloom. Yeah, he was missing. He, in he's absent, and so is uh, uh, Karen Knightley. Karen Knightley. Yep, she's missing. Yeah, uh, and it was replaced by Penelope Cruz, or was she, yeah. was it a total character replacement, or was it is she a different character? She's a different character. She she plays the daughter of a pirate, and. It, they you can tell that they had a fling back in the day and they they touch upon it a lot. Okay, oh, I thought okay. I thought this one was a little bit <laughs> a little bit more edgy of a Disney because there's like some brief nudity. Uh oh, whoa, Disney, yeah, I know. Disney, what has the world come to? And uh, maybe a few swears. Wow, I know, right? wow, rated R written all over it's, this yeah, one. <laughs> it should have been. It made a much better film. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, because you know the, the mermaids are naked. I heard that. I did hear that. And yes. uh, when they get on land, they have no clothes and they get legs and vaginas. Oh, cool. And, uh, <laughs> I might have to go see this now. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Go on. What did they look like? Are we sure were, were talking about the right Pirates movie? Yeah, you know no. that one? Yeah. <laughs> A triple X parody is yeah. what I watched. You can go ahead and use your imagination on that one. Exactly. Yeah, remember, your viewers at home. Yeah, exactly. Their mind viewers. They turned on their brain TVs. Uh, but no, and then a couple of swear words, you know, and then other than that, uh, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. All right. Anything else? Would you go see it? Uh, actually, I do want to see it. I I am a huge fan of the first one. Really disappointed in the second, third. Actually, I didn't even finish those movies. Just like games. Yeah. <laughs> that loses me really fast. Really, it was more about the the disappointment in how good the first one was. And I thought the second one, it was such a drop-off that I wanted to remember Pirates for the first one. I didn't want to remember those second, those two after. Tried them both, not good at all. Very excited <laughs> for this one because it is a refresh. It looks like it's going more towards the first one versus, again, like you said, the special effects. That's kind of what I appreciate about the first one. Aside from the uh, skeletons in the end, it wasn't really written with special effects. I thought they tried to make it too over the top in the second. Honestly, scene. I think Johnny Depp kept me going to the. Johnny audience. Depp is great. But he's he's great. But it's it's like I said, it's lackluster in the beginning, and it he never really picks up being Jack's. I mean, there's some like moments where he's great, you know, where he like he jumps off the tower and it's like, did you, did you see that? Because I'm not doing it again. <laughs> there's that. There's that. His old kid self. Exactly. And, nice. And this one, it's like he sobered up and he's like, yes, I'm Jack Sparrow. <laughs> I'm a captain and I do things captainly it sounds more like he's from the Sopranos exactly <laughs> what you want to do is you want to get on that boat there yeah. <laughs> but no uh, yeah it's, it, he, I don't know for me he just didn't feel like Jack Sparrow from like the first one or even the second or third one sure uh, and Barbosa felt different he he was good 
as his character because his character was kind of undercover, but he he fit well. Jeffrey Rush fit back well into his character, so that was good. All right. Anything else, man? Nope. All right, you're cut off. Uh, Connor, <laughs> <laughs> what you been playing, man? Uh, as you know, well, I know, and I'm trying to beat it. It's actually a pretty long game. Uh, you do go through the discs quickly, but if you're going to do the side missions, find the hidden cars, and yada, 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 it's a really cool game, and it's I'm waiting to beat it. That's do, you, do you feel like the story, do you feel like the discs and the story don't feel as long because of the graphical content that had to be put into I the think, game? Yeah, that's what I was saying in uh, the other podcast, and I think that's true. When you guys said that the rest of the graphics take a dive, I honestly don't think so. If anything, you could see the mouth, maybe, that kind of... No, 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 it was stuff. the background. No, stuff. no, I know, I know, yeah. but then the hair is mainly what I was looking at. But, yeah, the background, I honestly thought that was good. And you said the one mission where you look in the car. I didn't think the, the steering wheel was pressed up against the dashboard at all. I thought it was... I thought it was, you know, good enough. Well, you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, no, Let's go make love to it in there. <laughs> uh, I'm about to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love oh. that game. It is awesome. It is a very good game. Um, it does make me mad. I was like, why? Well, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes it gets too aggressive. And you're like, whoa, man. And Actually, you do see where the doubt no. and the lie comes in yes, a little bit, the frustration. Yes. Towards towards the end of the homicide missions, though, he yeah. kind of cools down. Yeah, he out. does cool down a lot, and I'm not going to lie, but uh, sometimes you have evidence that you think is strong against them, and you're like, yeah, totally, click. And they're like, would you quit messing around, man? I got stuff to do. You know, like, that's what? Yeah, I know. I was like, what? It has your name written all over it. <laughs> you had an autograph. It had exactly. a fingerprint. You holding the weapon is a picture. Exactly, but I would suggest thoroughly going through and finding all the clues. Yeah, one of those games that you could uh, easily spend a lot of time maxing out the gamer score. No, um, and I, I feel like, again, it's one of those games that if, if you can, un- people unlike me, yeah. that uh, actually play a little bit more, Going back to find those things, you actually get a lot out of the game and a lot more replay value because it is a very structured story. You can see that already. I mean, even on the first disc, like, I'm on. That's true. It is a very structured story. But if you do things out of order, it blends very well. That's kind of where the heavy rain aspect comes in, where it's a little more dynamic. It blends really well, no matter what you do. If you forget to do this or whatever, he goes and does this, and you're like, well, we gotta still do this, and then it just blends really well. I just like that you can miss evidence, yeah, and you can still progress the story. You don't yeah. have to go everywhere. I will say, if you get a case wrong, they they uh, this is why I suggest finding all the clues. I, I'm not going to try to spoil it, but if you don't have all the clues, then you're interrogating somebody, then you're missing something substantial, then you don't have enough against them to convict them, then you have to convict the wrong person. You have to do it. Uh, if you don't have, if you have stronger evidence on this person, but you know it's this person, but you, you messed up like I did, and I'm going to break my TV. Trent I was like, why can't I convict him? I'm sorry, Connor just had a seizure there. <laughs> yeah, I did, because it's what happened, and I was really mad, then I convicted him, and he's like, what the hell are you doing? Why did you convict the wrong SOB? And Yeah, and then you come to find out it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Maybe. It, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Because yeah. that's, again, where I kind of Depends on which one it is. It's kind of the way I went back was, like, again, I want to see how the story's going to wrap up. Because it's a lot of cases. 
and to make them all go back to one thing is going to take a lot of skill in the story writing. I want to swallow my tongue because last time I said it, it goes back to your traffic, or when you're a traffic cop. No, when the Black Dahlia cases go back to your homicide cases. Oh, okay. To the so, beginning uh, of your homicide yeah, So exactly. I'm not even there yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm out of this conversation. Pretty much. I am on like the third or fourth arson case, and uh, I'll tell you, it's depressing. Uh-huh. All right. So that brought the tears to your eyes. It did. I uh, can't believe it. I really can't. So what else have you been playing? Um, you know, again, other than Mass Effect, uh, Godfather, but those are old games. Now you said you're going back to Mass Effect 1 and 2 to yeah. prepare for Mass Effect 3. I am. Uh, are you doing different save files? Yes, definitely. Definitely. I'm keeping, I, I made my own Shepard. Alright, I think he looks more like Shepard. I'm very proud of my Shepard. <laughs> because he's, I don't know. I, I he's got staff. Yeah, he's, well, I I played the generic version with his Commander Shepard voice or whatever. It doesn't really look like him, but it kind of does. But but I definitely went back and created him. I was like, ha! But I'm keeping him. But yeah, I am doing different save files. Uh, I'm trying to be more than just a soldier. Uh, Yeah, uh, I read Why are you doing that? Because uh, in uh, Mass Effect 3, uh, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, I read up on uh, Game Informer that said that uh, it's going to go... When I was playing Mass Effect 1 and I was like, what, what should I choose between the Rack Knight Queen? I was like, well, I wonder how this is going to show up in uh, Mass Effect 2. And it didn't even touch on it whatsoever. And I was kind of disappointed. I was like, well, let's see what Mass Effect 3 is going to bring. And they said a lot of the decisions from Mass Effect 1 and 2 are going to affect uh, Mass Effect 3. So, yeah, I'm doing a lot of different things. I'm not going to be just uh, good or bad. I'm going to be in between two. Okay. One one okay. thing I worry about with Mass Effect 3 is now now the fight's on Earth. Yep. The, the Rack and I have brought the, the fight to Earth. Are no. you going to be able to travel the galaxy no, you still? Mean, you mean the, uh, uh, the Reapers? The Reapers, sorry. It's okay. It's not okay. I, I messed up. You can mess up. Yeah, Stop know, it. Right? Oh, I haven't played Mass Effect in like, what, eight years? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll touch on it for you. You will. You'll, you'll clean up my mess. Uh, now, yeah, now the Reapers have brought the fight to Earth. I'm really excited. Are that. you located centrally on Earth, or can you still travel the galaxy? galaxy? I am really looking forward to seeing that because it's I don't know. It's uh, they it's a they post placer trend. They have in Mass Effect <laughs> Two. They didn't really touch on the Reapers enough because I don't know. So maybe they're gonna fully full frontal bring it on then, and you, I don't know what's gonna happen because. Yeah, calm. You, you <laughs> said we have a sick mind. <laughs> full frontal. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> full frontal, bring it on. I'm going to gonna whip it out, put it on the desk. Uh, you know. No, but uh, seriously, though. Seriously. Uh, I don't know, because I was, I, again, I was really disappointed you can't even, like, do nothing on Earth or whatever. You can only go to the moon in mm-hmm. the first one. Yeah. yeah. Um, then uh, I'm just really excited to see what's happening. Although... Uh, in Game Informer, it talked about the Normandy. So, I mean, if you're going to be in the Normandy, you know, you got to be at least going within, you know, Mars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go from Tokyo to Japan. Exactly. Yeah. Something. Light speed. Come yeah, on. Exactly. <laughs> How long does it take you to New York? I'm already there. <laughs> so, right, uh, so obviously, playing playing these games, getting ready for Mass Effect Three, it's going to be a pretty epic game. We're going to see more on AE Three in a couple weeks. I do want to say something, even though this is not substantial at all. When I started playing Mass Effect 
one, and I was like, okay, and he's talking English, whatever. Mass <laughs> Effect 2, they're all speaking English, and I'm like, okay, then I read all of the, uh, the codex, like, you know, this is why until, uh, uh, technology is so awesome. I'm like, well, they don't touch on the communications. Yeah. Why everybody's speaking English? I can get it. Okay, I get it. I'm not looking too far into it. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> you know, something like Hitchhiker's Guide to the we, Galaxy. We, this is like a, a little rant section, guys. Exactly. <laughs> it's just come on, please. Connor's on so when, when when you become a Spectre, that's what happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the rest of the people are like, what? What did you say? Yeah. <laughs> like you didn't understand him? I did. Yeah, exactly. So uh, so wrapping now. <laughs> What uh? So what the AR cards do for you on my 3DS? Uh, uh, it blew my mind. It blew my mind. <laughs> I really think it. I wanted to get a, a DS so I can. There's really nothing to play on console, and I really. I, I'm a Pokemon nerd, sure, whatever. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> and uh, I didn't want to, you know, clutter my MacBook with, uh, you know, emulators. Yeah, emulators and all. Or with this. those uh, dang uh, Microsoft yeah. games. Yeah, yeah, screw it. <laughs> <laughs> Screw Microsoft, though. that's what I was getting. <laughs> no, but uh, I just, I'm gonna uh, buy the white and black version and I'll tell you guys what about it. Alright, cool. So you're gonna pick up a 3DS? You think, uh, you yeah, gonna, I'm gonna have to because if I'm, gonna, yeah, if I'm gonna get a regular one, that's kinda like, you know, buying a 64. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and there is good games of next month is Ocarina of Time, which yep, you are and pretty that's excited Exactly, about. and I really, yeah. <laughs> handheld, come on, handheld yeah, Zelda? What? Yeah, exactly. What? And it, it Man, actually, Mask, are they gonna do something like that? I haven't heard anything on that, but I wouldn't be surprised if it gets released on the eShop when that releases. Right. Or they could do like a dual pack release for the Ocarina of Time and the Majora's Mask. They or could, like that. yep. But but Ocarina of Time, the nice thing about that game is they really went back, and they have a company that totally went back and redid all the graphics. So it looks even better. It's more clean. The, the colors are better, more vivid, that they really stick out on the 3DS because a lot of people do say with 3D, colors go a little dull. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I do see that in some of the games, but in this one, they really went through and redid the color palette, so it is much more dynamic. So another game that's making you want to go out and uh, buy a 3DS. Yeah, I was I was shocked when when Link was walking around my uh, my yeah, dishwasher. Definitely. You were uh, I, I was I was, he was shocked. Like, <laughs> I was like, so uh, you know you lost your 3ds, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no. What had happened was <laughs> no, but I want to say uh, when we were at Best Buy and we looked at the 3ds, we were playing that uh, uh, pilot wings. Pilot wings, yeah. yeah, and it was you had to be right on it. But it seemed like with yours, I could be like at the side and it would still be 3D. Probably a little more being stuck on that pedestal yeah, that they yeah, had. Right. You, had you had to be a mid-American. Proper terminology there. Exactly. Um, you couldn't really adjust the screen. So, but yeah, I was thoroughly shocked. Yeah, I, I was, uh, <laughs> again. And when the dragon popped out of your counter. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he was like, whoa! Exactly. Pop, pop. You know, if you didn't mention 3DS, people would think you're on some sort of trip. You know, that dragon popped out, <laughs> exactly. dude. You start blowing bubbles, and I was like, man. <laughs> but it, like, destroys your counter. It does, too. It <laughs> really does. Um, so, uh, so anything else, buddy? Been watching anything else? Playing anything else? I know. Else? I just, uh, I'll save what I was going to say about what, uh, I love Futurama. June 23rd. <laughs> Spoiler, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to save it for the, uh, you know, the end. Okay, all right. Well, we'll save that for the end. So, uh, on to me. 
I'm going to keep this short and sweet because I've pretty much touched on Portal 2 with Trent and I've touched on L.A. Noire with you Voltia. You've touched on Trent. Yes. Uh, well, well yeah. um, <laughs> keep your hand on my portals, man. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do we have to discuss this? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I played Outland for the Xbox Live. Um, a lot of people are saying that this is a potential game for Game of the Year as far as downloadable games. Arcade I, games. Uh, yes, arcade games. Uh, whatever. Um, it, it really, to me, was not that great. I, I felt like I was playing The Prince of Persia, the newest one that they brought out, um, on the uh, Xbox 360 and PS3. They did one for the 3DS, so it was total side-scroller. That's what this one really felt like was that type of game. And it's made by Ubisoft, so that makes perfect sense. But again, other than the visuals, I didn't think it was different enough for me to really go, wow, I want to spend 10 bucks on this. Did um, you not prefer the platforming? Was it... The platforming was okay. And, and it was the graphics. The graphics are gorgeous. Yeah. I was really impressed with the art style. It was just... It felt like a retread. I've been there, done that, played that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I've seen enough... 2D side-scrolling platforms yeah. that I don't need another one that doesn't enter anything really dynamic into it. Mm-hmm. I did just play the demo. I know that there's some things with like changing your color and everything so you can hurt certain enemies and stuff and jump on certain platforms, but it just didn't feel that great to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not a game... I don't see the 9.0 grades it's getting at all. Right. I see more like maybe a 7 and seven and a half at best, it's an average game, really. Right. Yeah. So it's not terrible. It's something you could play. It's just that it won't blow your mind. Right. I mean, if it was the last game on Xbox Live, I might download it. Yeah, but right. right now, with all the other options out there, I think there's plenty better ones. Um, but I don't know. It's just, again, very retread, retread thing there. It's just that's, what, not, that's what I said when I'm going well, to get the uh, 3DS. It's just, you know, funds. Anyway, <laughs> I just don't want to have, like, I don't know, I don't want to say Mario, because I was, but you know what I mean? Jump right. up and down, go through this, get to the end. Or, like, the end. Or like remakes, very, I mean, Yeah, very games. fruitless games. Yep. Although I would say Mario was awesome, I'm just, I can't see myself, you know. Spending that money yeah. for just that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, again, but this game just, it was good, but not great. And I'm glad I didn't buy it, I'm glad I tried the trial. But, uh, you know, overall, just not that great of a game. Um, there's plenty of other games out there as far as Xbox Live that I definitely recommend downloading. As you were saying, um, uh, Dead Rising. Yeah, Dead Rising 2. I actually, when I've been looking at um, Case West, um, standalone title, kind of like, I don't even know why I go out and buy Dead Rising 2 because it's actually a pretty lengthy standalone title mm-hmm. that you can actually play. It's only 800 points. I'd rather pay 10 bucks for that than go out and buy the regular game. But and that's one that I will try and at least report on next week. It's one I'm kind of kind of toying with buying, at least trying out this week uh, via the trial. But uh, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, without further ado, we're going to move on to the main screen here. Alright guys, back here on uh, Dual Six Podcast Numero Dos, and uh, we're calling this, we're calling this what? The Returning. The Returning, alright. So the (laughs) Returning, we have happened, Uh, and uh, so for this week's topic, we're going to talk about digital distribution, because it's something that's kind of been shoved down our throats as gamers lately, Um, whether it be downloadable titles on Xbox Live or PSN, 
um, games uh, coming from their disc form to Xbox Live, where you can download them there. Um, even the NGP, rumoring uh, memory sticks, even though it may not be total digital distribution, you may still have a hard copy. What does the future look like for gaming and digital distribution? Well, let me just say that I think uh, Nintendo actually went a very good way with the sand discs. They're, you can't... Um, well, if you're going to put it on a console, they can put uh, how many gigabytes on uh, on a little USB now? Uh, there's up to 64 gigs yeah, which on is a memory stick. It's pretty yeah. impressive. It's yeah. substantial. And uh, so, I mean, it, I don't want to say a, uh, a CD-ROM is bulky, but it's you know it's kind of big. It gets scratched. Yep. Yeah, it's easily damaged, and you lose memory, and you can't play the game. However, uh, on the flip side, if you do damage or bend that little end, that yep. and you lost your game. <laughs> so but again, it, it would be cheaper, correct? Well, yeah, it would be cheaper, definitely cheaper for manufacturing costs, but also, is that why we're totally going away from any hard copy at all, even away from memory sticks? Are we going to go to straight, like, on-live type stuff? I don't think that's a great idea. I don't think so. I, I think they'd be cutting out a lot of people that yep. don't have internet. Yeah. Or other, it, it's, it, you just have a useless paperweight. Well, not necessarily, pretty. like, just downloadable uh or or streaming games like online but even like what if best buy offers like they have the kiosk for reserves right now Mm -hmm. what if they offer a thing where you can bring in a memory stick and plug it into that and download your game and then you can but it locks your your memory cards you can't distribute over the computer or whatever like what if they do that kind of thing again what does that do to you as a gamer uh Think about you it, it, and the way it, it, you right. trade games and stuff. What does that do for you? Right, exactly. That limits me a lot unless I trade somebody USB. Memory sticks. Exactly. Yep. Uh, just memory sticks. Think about the number of memory sticks you're going to have to have exactly. to do all that with. Get pretty cluttered. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Unless they made unless they like made it like a file on there that like was locked or something yeah. like that. It okay. can only be read by your Xbox or what. Because Xbox just now got USB storage, right? I don't know. Uh, yes, they they have they had USB storage for a while now. Um, but again, how does that prevent people from just sharing the game file and mm. loading it onto their hard drive? Do we go totally away from hard drives in consoles to prevent that? So you actually have to plug in a memory stick to play it. Or I mean, I think there's a lot idea. of different ways that you can go with digital distribution overall. But let's talk about the fact that just the games like they are now over the internet where you download them to your Xbox, what does that do for you as somebody that loves to trade games and somebody that, you know, I mean, let's face it, we're not rich. We don't have the money to just say, here's 60 bucks every time a new game comes out that we want to play. Do you rent more? I mean, what does that do for, what does that do for stores? Yeah. What does that do for renting then? How, how would you rent something that's only a file that you can borrow? I mean, I know you, like iTunes has, like you rent it and it has a time code in yep. the thing, and then it goes away, and you just it stops. Uh, but if you can't trade it in or whatnot, are you gonna? If you don't have to distribute hardware, hardware like a disc, a hard copy, does the cost come down then? The cost definitely comes down. Yeah. Now there's no packaging. There's right. no but distribution of disc. It's I don't want to say it cuts jobs because then you'd be making the uh, the memory sticks, but. Maybe. Well, that's what I'm saying. But uh, then again, you can't go back. You know what I mean? You can't play older games because now you're just stuck with the USB. But that's, that's, you know. But 
does actually going to digital distribution actually increase the likelihood that we see more backwards compatibility? Because now all of a sudden, it's just a file. It's not having to recode a disk yeah. like you have to now. Which I, which I think uh, Xbox and Sony kind of have got uh, gone to. Like, uh, you can go on Xbox yep. and get Xbox games. Yep. And you, you can only, go on PlayStation only and get title. PlayStation right. games. And then how do you determine what select titles? Maybe somebody likes this game, they don't like this game, and yet you're only distributing... Like your major sellers. If they're your major sellers, people have already got them and played them. Yep, they sure have. So what what does that mean to backwards compatibility for newer games that maybe people haven't gotten, but now the new system has come along? Well, then if you use your system to watch movies. Right. Yep. Now you're just buying a more expensive DVD player each year. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, let's let's face it. For the gaming industry in general, Mm. the cost effectiveness is astronomical for them. I mean, the revenue... The revenue increase that they would see without having to distribute a hard copy of the game goes skyrocketing. But, on the flip side, as gamers, we're stuck with something that once we play through once, we may never play again. Although, uh, when we moved from cartridge to disc, we still have Ocarina of Time coming out on a portable system. Yep. So, I mean, but that was only a big seller. That was only a legendary game. What other games that, you know... Right, and like? that's that's what I was saying. Like the games that you might not have played on the system, you could not not get backwards compatible. You're like, ah, I'd want to try that, but now you'd have to go buy that. Other exactly, system. you'd have to buy that system. Exactly. So when I look at backwards compatibility, I look at the fact that I am a lot like you, Trent, where I trade a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, heck, half the time I don't even open them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, I do. I trade a lot of games, and I don't just use means like GameStop to trade them. I use means like GameTZ online, which again, I'm going to plug them just about every week because mm-hmm. they're a fantastic site, and everybody should join the site if you haven't yet, because. It's a lot better than Guzak's and all those other ones. You don't have to have points. It's nothing more than gamers setting up trades with other gamers. I do have a question. Uh, do you have to have a credit card? Nope. No credit card needed. But you can PayPal pay for things if people Which want. I don't understand. I don't understand PayPal. Okay, well, we won't go into this. <laughs> I'll describe this behind the scenes, buddy. I know it's going to blow your mind. Dual Sticks brought to you by Game Genius. I looked, <laughs> yeah. I, looked, I looked into it because I wanted to uh, get Gamefly and it blew my mind. You're right. Excerpt, we are not sponsored by Yeah, we're, oh, This is just somebody that is very passionate about I'm a mentor on the site. I, I love the site. But again, I just set up trades with other gamers. Uh, just like this week, I'm trading away Vanquish for Homefront, mm-hmm. which I can't do if I have a digital copy of that game anymore. Yeah. So again, it limits me as a gamer on what I play. Mm-hmm. So, because I don't have the money. Right. But now if it becomes a downloadable, will it be like what Sony has in the PlayStation Network where you can loan people your code and they can download what you File sharing. Yeah, file sharing. File sharing. Which, again, but but you have to be smart in the way you do it because then your revenue, again, plummets because people aren't buying the game. So, again, yes, you can limit the number of consoles. You can split the titles. And that's not a bad idea. That's actually pretty cool because, let's face it, us three right here pitch in 20 bucks each. And we've got a brand new game that all of us can play. We're not limited by a disc right. and us having to have it. Like, if we're to split a game right now, Trent, you're going to have it for a while, then you're going to pass to Connor, and then I'm going to play it. You know, we have to wait. But mm-hmm. on that file sharing, you don't have to, which is really neat. But again, how, how effective is this? And again, what does it do for us 
as gamers because on the PlayStation, when you share it with five people, those are the five people you're sharing with. One person has to drop out to bring another person in. Exactly. What does it do to sites like GameTZ? What does it do to stores like GameStop? Could you imagine? That's a good GameStop's point. crushed. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Like a uh, site like GameTZ or what you say, Guzax or whatever. Guzax. They yep, would have to be like a. They'd have to turn into like a Napster, and they would just yeah. have to like illegally distribute it to whoever. It's like a torrent. Site. A torrent, exactly, yeah. like a torrent site or something like that, where they'd have to distribute it in a way to where that they could get movement on their site, and like people can still get what they want traded and whatnot. It's so a touchy it, issue. It is. Touchy. It really is. I mean, it's a it's a touchy feely issue. Um, but uh, again, it's one of those things that I feel like is something that we. We as gamers need to think about because this is the way everything's going. Think about Netflix. Think about all those different things that on live and stuff that's actually gained some pretty good backing that now all of a sudden we as gamers really have to think about the fact that our gaming could see a huge change in the next couple of years with these new systems coming out. I mean, we saw an era where the Xbox, the PlayStation 3, the Wii, they stuck around for a while. And now we're coming upon another era in gaming these are things we need to think about, especially with the NGP coming out, mm-hmm. which we were talking about earlier. And Sony's got a really good idea here. You can It's almost like the benefits of a PSP and a PSP Go put together. Right. You actually, from what the rumors are right now, and, and they haven't 100% confirmed it, but what the rumors are right now is you can download the title from the PSN like you can on a PSP Go, but then you also can go to the store and buy a flash memory of some sort, stick, of the game, so a retail copy of the game, and they actually leave enough space on there for downloadable content. Which That's pretty neat. Yeah, I mean, So you don't have to clutter your hard drive. Yeah, exactly. And it makes that tradable. Right, exactly. Because yeah. all of a sudden, you're able to ship yeah, well, somebody all that content. Like, think about Fallout 3 but, until it became a Game of the Year edition. You had to send each individual disc to somebody if you're trading the entire collection. Mm-hmm. Now everything's on one format. I think... The, the problem with that is maybe, I don't know, hackers can bust into it, yep. you know, and distribute it, you know, buy their own little sand. Uh, or PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying they could uh, copy it or whatever, maybe somehow. Then they have illegal files and they can distribute it where you had a disc that was pretty difficult to decode and put onto a different disc. And I don't know much about that, so don't flame me. <laughs> <laughs> and, let, and let's think about it. PlayStation, of all people, yeah. is not the best at uh, yeah. protecting their content. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Until recently. <laughs> but like, uh, what, was, what I was thinking is, uh, our con- if consoles do this, is that just another way to play catch-up? Because PC has had direct to drive for, for a long, for a long time. time. Yep. They've had a, a lot of... Games that can just be downloadable content, but that's PC. Yep. Yeah, it's that's but again, does this also make games cheaper? Because now all of a sudden the manufacturing costs have come down. So there's pros and cons to both sides. Exactly. Because right. you could say games are going to be cheaper. Direct to drive is a lot cheaper than going out to buy a retail copy of the game exactly. in many cases. So there are definitely pros and cons to it. But again, as gamers, it's something we need to think about because. The age is coming where digital distribution is being, again, forced down our throats in many yeah. ways. Well, I was thinking, I'm not, I'm too young to remember the Sega channel, but... It, it was awesome. That's yeah. all you need to do. <laughs> no, well, I was going to ask, so did you get a game from the channel or whatever? You got a little cartridge yeah. that hooked into your cable, yeah. and then every month it re-upped all your games, and like the background is kind of cool. But 
Yeah, it was probably the greatest thing ever. Since but, sliced bread. But, so so you got all those games just from buying that yeah. little cartridge. Did you have to pay monthly? Yes, you did. It was part of your cable. <laughs> hey, Trenton, it's time to wake up there, buddy. <laughs> it was part of your cable bill? It was part of your cable bill. It was a channel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay that, that's cool. Uh, I was just wondering if it was, you know, going to try to... Because ne- Netflix said they want to go away from a mailing. Uh, yeah, they have. And with their advertising, they've shown that. It's like, start streaming for only eight ninety nine a yep. month or whatever. Yep. And so, yeah. But I thought... Like, Sony or Microsoft should have done the cable channel, like, a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, if you get people to pay 50 bucks a month just to play, put 20 games. I mean, Sega Channel had hundreds of games because of Sega yeah. Genesis had a lot of content. But, but then what if one month you get 20 games that you have absolutely no interest in playing? And then what happens if you really, like, think about games like Madden or mm-hmm. NCAA Football. Do you get to keep one of those games? The, that's what was the Sega Channel. Is that they re-upped all their games, but some stayed. But what if you liked that and it didn't? Yeah. Like, yeah, what about NCAA football? What about Madden? People aren't going to want those games every month. And then others, like me, who love football, I want to keep that game for at least half the season. And all of a sudden, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Well, like you, I'm in the future. And they could have it to where you could, <laughs> to where you could pay to download it. On to your system. It's not. Attention, 1949. Exactly. Exactly. What's that? What's that? Lassie? The old podcast. Exactly. Old timey radio. <laughs> uh, but, you know, now they could redo that technology as to where you it could keep... be over the internet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, yep. could, it could be uh, the, you know, PlayStation. Kind of like sucked. on live. If right. you liked the game, maybe you could pay an extra fee. To keep it. All right. Because that's what online does. You can rent them, mm-hmm. play them per month, or you can buy a game straight up. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's something that is very interesting, uh, and it will have to be seen with these new consoles coming out. The Wii 2, what are they going to do? What's their format going to be? Most likely still disc. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then, But, again, Xbox, sitting on the desks at EA right now, being developed games for... You know, are they doing something different? We've seen the NGP do something a little different. PlayStation 4 has to be coming up pretty soon. I mean, PlayStation 3 was kind of forced when they didn't want it to be. Mm -hmm. But again, something else we need to think about, the fact that these new systems are coming, and we could very realistically see something totally different. So um, it's all going to come up to come to an end here soon because uh, E3 is right around the corner. We're going to see some pretty interesting stuff. We don't know if we're going to see a new Xbox or not. Um, possibilities that we will, um, and only time will tell. I personally, as a gamer, hope we stick to some type of disc format or some type of memory format where I can trade it. Um, otherwise, uh, me as a gamer is going to go way down here. What I would be interested in seeing, if the new Xbox or whatever comes out, if I can take my gamer tag and put it on there with all my achievements or whatever, I want to see what they're going to do with that, because uh, if the new one comes out in years down the road, that's going to all be for nothing. I don't like that fact. <laughs> although, <laughs> although times change, they're going to move on, yeah. but I don't know. <laughs> move on with your life. Whores don't exactly. like that but stuff. Still, do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes, yes okay. definitely. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, guys, as we're wrapping this up, we do have uh, next up our news segment, and uh, we'll bring you the news right after this. <laughs> Uh, 
All right, guys, we are back with the news. It's like we never even left. I know. <laughs> We're good like that. So uh, on the news segment, uh, we've got four topics this week, and uh, we are going to first uh, touch on this week, Dark Knight Rises saw a new teaser uh, picture of Bane, uh, which is going to be the main villain in the Dark Knight Rises. One of the main villains. Yeah. Right? One of, yeah. woman. Uh, is she gonna be? Is she gonna be a villain? I would she that's right. I don't know. She might yeah, be. she I actually in the comic book she plays uh, a, a love interest of Batman at first, it's and really then good. she goes to villain. So it'll be kind of interesting to see what happens there. But Trenton, does that picture excite you? What are you trying to say? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get it. No, I I like Bane. I like the character of Bane because in the comic books, in the newer comic books, yes, uh, he's he's smart and he's the one that actually kills Batman in one of the storylines. Right, uh, Batman dies. Hey, <laughs> that's, that's what happens. And Bane is the one that sets it up. He's like a computer genius. What I saw. I don't know if that's going to make it into Nolan's world. Again, remember this is a Nolan world, and if you guys haven't seen the picture yet, he's. Pretty plain Jane. Uh, very much like the Joker, kind of modest, not as exaggerated as the comics, which right. is the beauty of a Nolan film as far as Batman goes. But does does his look look Bane enough for you? I, I believe it does, because if you watch like the old Batman con- cartoons or the recent Batman Arkham Asylum, he's just this juggernaut of a person, and he's larger than life. But now it's gone into the Nolan fold, and it has to be more realistic. And so, I, for for realism, yeah, I, I I think that's fine. Just have him modestly large, and maybe use the venom as a way to like amp up his adrenaline and not necessarily his muscle mass. Like he, he's you know he can't hurt him because he's on this venom. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So on to the next topic. Uh, L.A. Noir has been rumored as overheating PS3s and Xbox 360s. Connor, you're almost all the way through. Are you a little scared that your <clears throat> Xbox is going to just go kaboo? Uh, or break no. into tears? I better not for <laughs> me getting rid of my old system and buying the new one. <laughs> but oh. it hasn't really overheated for me. I left it on and walked away a few times, and I came back, and it hasn't really overheated. Uh, but I was going to say, uh, depending uh, has it specifically told you which uh, PS3 and or Xbox? Again, something I was going to actually mention there, so good point. Yeah. It doesn't really. So it's not referencing whether the it's the slim models yeah. or the old ones that we know already overheat. So obviously it's not one well, game that's doing the, it. The older Xboxes always had a problem with that too, melting the solder. Yep. Yeah, yep. So. Uh, the X-clamp or whatever it is. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that was a major problem beforehand, but now that you're, you're running major graphics and, you know, probably people are constantly playing it because it's hard to pull away from it, it's probably, you know... <laughs> well, plus, on damage. top of that, you have a huge fan on the new Xbox Slims on the top of it. it that fan's pretty monstrous and it puts is. out some pretty good air so, flow. So, again, I think if it's happening, it's probably on the older ones. It's more of a fluke that they're playing that game. I mean, let's face it, it's the yeah. most popular game out there right now. Right. Yeah, it's going to... I mean, most systems people have play overheated it, before. Right, yeah. exactly. I mean, I'm sure when Call of Duty play, came out, some people overheated their system, so why didn't that get called on the red carpet yeah, exactly. there? You know, I mean... <laughs> but uh, I think that it's more of a flute thing, too. I yeah. agree with you, Connor. 
So uh, on to the next topic. Uh, PS3 is getting some PSP games in HD with extra content. Trenton, your PS3 is a brick right now. Are you getting it fixed for this? You know, I might, because originally I thought that that's what you could do, is that you could already play PSP games or whatnot, because through the market on the PS3 you could download PSP, PSP demos. demos. Yeah. And I thought, well, I could play it on that, but you have to put it on the PSP. Right. But, yeah, I think PSP's got... It doesn't have a strong library, but it does have games that you want to play, like uh, the the new God of War. Both God of War were actually Wars, really good. Yeah, yep. that were PSP games exclusives. Yep, and just Resistance Retribution, Resistance Retribution, um, Little Big Planet. I mean, granted, it's kind it's of a remake of the other, the but there's game. a little bit of difference there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely some good games on there. Uh, even the, the new uh, Uncharted is yeah. getting a. A PSP release game. Well, but that'll be on the NGP, which will oh. most likely be cross-compatible with the PS3 in some sort, since it's supposed to be PS3-esque graphics. Right. But, again, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I can see where that would actually make you want to go back and get your PS3 out, because if you didn't have a PSP already, it, there are some good games. I mean, PSP gets a bad rap for the amount of support it has, there's some pretty good games out for it, so it's a little bit of a disappointment that it hasn't happened to this point. Side note, Rockstar, come on. I need Manhunt. I need <laughs> another one. Or at least release it for the PSP to go to PS3. Right. I need me some Manhunt. I need to beat somebody's brains in while I wrap them in a sack and Trend. then I stab them in the eyes. Just hey, buy, just, buy, just go down the street. Just buy a Wii. <laughs> just buy a and Wii. it was on the PSP. So what are you complaining about? Uh, no, Man to be on my two. PS3, because I don't want to buy a PS3. Well, yeah, I know. All right, all right. All of a sudden. But what's going to be cheaper, fixing your PS3 or going out to buy a PSP yeah, nowadays? Go Probably fixing my PS3. <laughs> well, yeah, you never know. Do you know specifically what's wrong with it? Yeah, it won't read Blu-rays. Uh, the, that's the brand Blu-ray new disc drive. Those are a little expensive, but not too bad. Exactly. But uh, on to the next news topic, because we're wrapping that one up. <laughs> um, <clears throat> there's a rumor out there that federal funding may actually be involved with video games. What does this mean for the regulation on our games? Well, Trenton said that uh, there has been uh, a military-funded game before, and that was... America's America's Army. America's Army. They made two different games, but not necessarily games with stories. They're more like simulators. Well, and they were also also, uh, studio-funded. They just more used actual military uh, intelligence and stuff in the game as far as, like, they tried to authenticate it with those things. It still wasn't really funded by the government. But there's some rumors out there that because the video game industry is so big, it's bigger than movies movies and music put together last year. Should they start throwing some money into this to create jobs? Well, by federal funding, uh, it just seems like there's a lot of people out there who are still dang rich games, and you know, and I just don't think that they would like spending their taxpayers' dollars on uh, going to a, you know have their kids playing some kind of you know Grand Theft Auto yeah, Federal yeah. Reserve <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah exactly or like postal then it'll, yeah then it'll <laughs> oh, definitely God. be the government's fault at exactly. that point yeah. but again think about the other countries that we see and the amount of games they don't get to play because their governments regulate exactly. them if we're funding that. Do we lose those games? Do we lose our L.A. Noirs? Do we lose our Grand Theft Autos? 
Yeah, it's a very good point. Our manhunts. Uh, <laughs> at the very least, we would lose our Call of Duties, our yeah, modern warfare. Definitely we would, yeah. Yes. Well, you never know if it's military-funded. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, no, I'm going to lie. My spirit. <laughs> you know what? It's just like government and religion. Yeah. Church and state say, stay separate. Let's keep our video games and our state yeah, separate. Yeah, exactly. I agree. <laughs> I mean, let's let's if just the, keep it at if that. If the military wants to show us how it's done in some, you know, uh, modern warfare, some yeah, Call yeah. of Duty, by all means. But I don't want, you know, you know, the president going, well, that's, that's not good for the children. <laughs> I don't, want, I don't want the government dictating what yeah, I Yeah, I don't mean yeah, president. So, I mean, but, we have, yeah. we have, I mean, that's what makes the U.S. great, and I don't want to go Freedom. too political here, <laughs> but again, our Constitution gives us the right to freedom of what we publish, mm-hmm. and so we have the ability to play so many more games than other countries out there, because there's a lot of countries that didn't even get Manhunt 2, mm-hmm. and, yeah, and, and other games like that, because they're too realistic. Homefront was banned over in Korea. What do you know? I mean, since they invaded us in the game. Homefront's basically given the finger to Korea. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I dare you. <laughs> but I mean, again, it limits us on what we can play. If, can... A, if an outside developer puts out a game where we invade them, uh, do we actually give them the finger and say, no, you're not bringing that game over here? Really sucks. Yeah, yeah right. So, you're saying, so then all of our war games are pretty much shut down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there goes your shooter uh, genre. Man, I won't get to be a Nazi. Huh? <laughs> uh, exactly. Okay. But uh, so that's a really interesting topic. It's one that we'll keep our eye on for future uh, reference, uh, and maybe even see a uh, new segment, a uh, main screen on that one well, coming maybe. up here soon. Maybe um, you might. We might, get, we might let that one brew a little bit and see what we can find. Trent, wake up already. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a bed of chocolate pudding. I don't understand. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, so that's our new segment for the day. We're keeping it kind of short. Uh, next up, we're going to Extra Life, our last segment, where we are going to just kind of talk about what we feel, uh, what we're feeling. We're going to talk about our feelings. <laughs> we're going to hold hands and talk about <laughs> uh, Cue music, Trent. Are you ready for an extra life? <laughs> All right, guys. So we're one-upping here, uh, and uh, we're going <laughs> to let Trent have the stage first. Trent, what you got for us? Rage. Now calm you down, guys. calm down, calm down. Are you our listener, viewer, brainwave <laughs> connectors? I'm talking about the game, the new game Rage, that is all, wait for it, the Rage these oh. days. Welcome. Put that one on the board. <laughs> uh, from what I see, in the uh, May edition of Game Informer, they have a few screenshots of it, and, and it's looking really good. It's the, I like the graphic style. I like that Borderlands, because I liked Borderlands. I liked the uh, the new downloadable content. I, well, it's not new. It's been out for a little bit, but I've had the the Zombie Island. I played that one, and the, uh, the Nox one. Mm-hmm. I don't know the names. Nice. I'm sorry, I don't know the names, but I played those, and those are great. I just I liked Borderlands, and so this is kind of shaping up to be like a game of the year, Dark Horse. Really, I mean, because Borderlands that that one game of the year. Uh, if Rage keeps at the way it's going, I think it might might just pull it out of this hat. It's Rage hat. <laughs> All right. So uh, after that, uh, Connor, what do you got for us on the extra life? Um. I really cannot wait for uh, Skyrim. 
I said it before, and I'll say it again. I'll keep on saying it. Okay. Uh, Skyrim looks amazing. It's it's even bigger, believe it or not, than Oblivion. And I know, right? And there's still quests in Oblivion. Dragons. I still haven't even done it. Exactly. Dragons, ladies and gentlemen. And major part of the gaming is fighting dragons. Can you believe it? Because I can't believe it. I'm blown. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, Jen. Oh, wait. Yeah, okay, yeah, you better clear that up. But, yeah, I, I, I'm... I, I need, like, some kind of uh, time machine. <laughs> Seriously. Just put me in November and I'll be good. Yeah. All right, yeah. so... Uh, Fourth quarter is what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> I'm going to take the uh, the last one here, and I'm going to kind of piggyback off uh, Trenton here. Oh, uh, I'm not jumping on his <laughs> back or anything. Uh, but um, I'm going to actually kind of talk about Rage and what it's what it's shaping up to be. But I'm going to more talk about Bethesda. So Bethesda is one of those companies that is a roller coaster of a company. We've had great games from them like Fallout 3 and all the downloadable content. And then we've also seen games in between true. like uh, uh, Wet and um, Rogue Warrior and some of these other games that are just coming out that really, really make... Bethesda look bad. And on top of that, yeah. Brink. Yeah. We have Brink uh, upon us right now. They're really, it's a great game and then a crappy game. A great game and then a crappy game. So Bethesda, you have your work cut out for you. Though Rage is shaping up to be a game of the year game, you really need to bring your A game and show consistency because Brink really brought you down. You tried to do great things with it. So now you need to up your game and bring it back up to the level and maintain it. Bethesda, I challenge you to be Rockstar. Rockstar flawlessly brings out games, even a game like L.A. Noire that sees its little peaks and valleys, still maintains itself as a top-notch game, a AAA title. Bethesda, you need to do this with every game. Rage or not, it's got to be great. And that's all there is to it, and you need to maintain it. From here on out. And if you dole down on Elder Scrolls, I will find you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're ending with that. Hey, guys, uh, we want to thank you for joining in our, uh, what was the name of this show? The Returning. The Returning of the Dual Six Podcast, guys. We're going to be returning a lot uh, to your airwaves and your earbuds and your uh, eardrums. Um, I'm going a little far with this. Keep it to your psyche. But the good thing is you survived long enough and you have the antidote and you will survive. Don't worry. All right. So keep (laughs) listening to us. Dualsticks.com is where you can actually listen to it. You can download the podcast straight to your MP3 player. And if you're listening to it right now, good for you because you found us. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, And then also uh, get on Facebook. Get on Twitter and all that good stuff. Uh, We still have great giveaways. And actually, I almost forgot about that. God, am I dumb. Um, <laughs> well, thank goodness I'm here. We, uh, yeah, Connor just reminded me. Uh, guys, we are extending the Modern Warfare 3 um, to tomorrow. Uh, podcast on Tuesday is when this is released. And uh, actually, if you want a chance to enter for the Modern Warfare poster, go ahead and uh, post some positive comments on GameTZ. Find us on Facebook. It's just first name Dual, last name Stick. Um, and, then, and that's S-T-I-X. And also, uh, you can uh, give us some comments on Twitter as well. I'm, I'm having a little <laughs> hiccup there, which really sucks. Um, but uh, any of those, leave us some positive comments. Know, know that we, uh, we're here for you guys. 
and uh, we'll we give you a mile. Yeah, we want to hear how we're doing. We we want you to like us. So uh, <laughs> otherwise, we'll float through life just thinking we're awesome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got to know this down. <laughs> but uh, leave us some positive comments. Aaron for a chance to win that Modern Warfare three poster. And I heard you have some more great prizes. I do, but on top of that, we're also extending the La Noire. We haven't had one stinking answer on last week's question. So you Connor, made too hard, Connor. Yeah, way to go. Do you um, want me to give them the answer? No, okay. don't give them the answer. Okay. We're actually extending this question to a week from uh, Wednesday. Uh, we're going another week on this one. Um, and the question was, uh, who is the character that appears in Zelda Manjuro's Mask? Um, and uh, so send us that uh, via the... Um, what? The famous character. Yeah, what famous face. Yeah. Sorry, face. Sorry, face. <laughs> Is there, you know... They're like, there's a million characters in Oh, my God, my brain! Uh, But, uh, okay, what is the famous character's face that appears in Zelda Manjaro's Mask? Uh, Send us an answer via the form on our giveaways and our uh, Contact Us page. Um, And you can see the picture of the banner up there, too. We have that posted and the Modern Warfare 3 poster. Um, This week... We are just asking, again, that you like us on Twitter and retweet this week's post um, or uh, comment on our newest uh, post on Facebook. And we're also creating a new thread on GameTZ, so comment on that. We have the Call of Duty Black Ops Prestige Edition medal that we're giving away. And then uh, we're also giving away, uh, combined with that, a copy of Coraline on Blu-ray, brand new, unopened, with four pairs of 3D glasses. Uh, Slightly for, used. It's, no. Uh, no, it's brand new, unopened, <laughs> thank you. Uh, another one I bought and uh, have not opened uh, like six months ago. Uh, but we're giving that away to you guys, uh, thanking you for listening to us and, and joining us every week. So um, send us some comments and everything. Uh, if, if you'd like to get a hold of me, I am cancerous, I'm pretty sure... I don't know if you want me to spell that, but you'll find it on uh, There's Contact Us. So if yep. you want to yell us individually, you can do that. Yes, uh, we did We did actually add our email addresses as clickable links at the bottom of the contact page. So cancers at dualsticks.com, D-U-A-L-S-T-I-X. Me, I'm A-C-T at dualsticks.com. And Trenton, he is player one wins, but it's actually player w one ns at dualsticks.com clever uh yeah Too so clever. um i came up with that one no, thank no. you player one wins and uh, you're like i'll spell it like a crazy person <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah we just want to confuse you guys a little bit uh keep your on your toes uh but continue to tune in to us here at the dualsticks.com we, we love you guys game over <laughs>